Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Spare Note series. I'm Matt Tobacco from SpokeTobacco.com, and I am joined once again, even though he's not on screen. That's fine. Take your time, Coop. Um, Mr. William Cooper of Cigar Coop. See, now, there you come. Did I rush you through your soup? He was finishing his dinner. That's what it was. Yeah, I was. Fin- yeah, yeah, no, you didn't rush me at all. Um, it was bad timing more on my end. It's been a marathon day. Coop, if you want to step off <laughs> so video like to... and finish your soup, go right ahead. I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll, it's all done. It's all done. <laughs> so I'm all good. It was good. Uh, the wife uh, made a very nice uh, soup, and I just, you know, wanted to do. She's really great about these like podcast Saturdays, so I, I, I can't thank her enough. Oh, um, yeah. Plus, I she mean... gets rid of me for the. Evening, so that's yeah. Good. See, she knows every Saturday. She's like, yeah, Will's doing his videos and his podcast. I, I, I got me time. He won't be able here. Won't be around Today's to bother me. Four. Today's four today. Yeah, yeah. We well, me and you were both on KMA this morning. You have jukebox. You yep. have this, and then what else did you do today? I'm oh, you have the one the tonight. And whereby? That's right. Yeah, and what happened with that is because we went off schedule. This was scheduled like weeks ago, and we went off schedule because of TPE. Unfortunately, you know, or fortunately. Right. Or you were stuck out there, which I, I guess wasn't a bad thing. So I wasn't uh, really stuck. So yeah, I, just, so it was, it, I just stayed in my future home a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. I felt we all had sympathy for you out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I wasn't too angry about it. No, I mean, you sound like you all had a great time, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot worse. There's a lot worse places you could be stuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Imagine being from like the Southwest or Florida, where it's warm, and you and you were here and you got stuck and you had to stay here through a snowstorm before you could go home to your warm climate home that you actually live in. Now that would suck. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were people <laughs> I knew who were hoping to get like their flights canceled and didn't. Like there's a few people I don't think I really wouldn't mind if my flights canceled. Like ours was canceled, so I was like, and I wasn't mad about it when I I saw the thing. I was like, well. No, well. <laughs> yeah, no. I I got stranded in Dallas in 2015 in an ice storm, and uh, it's is before I knew a lot of people. I didn't know Jay back then, that's for sure. Um, or Bear. Um, and basically we we couldn't get out for five days. Wow, that's now that sucks. Uh, that yep. sucks. That's yep. horrible. It was ba- it was bad. Yeah, and that was they just had they had a freeze and they couldn't de-ice the planes. Was the problem? They had a deep freeze that happened there. Well, did you see what happened to Jack Taranio last night? I was with Jack Taranio yesterday. What? Right before he we went to the airport, I, I was with him. Yeah, so I saw that. Yeah, I just saw that this morning. Apparently, he had a bunch of delays, too. So I was commenting along with him, and I was like, well, at this point, just take your mask off and refuse to put it back on. They'll definitely get you off the plane. And he's like, we've been here so long, <laughs> they don't even care anymore. And I'm like, well, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, oh my God! So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I spent the afternoon with Jack yesterday, which was a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. The um, I know I made the comment to him too. I don't know how you haven't traveled as much as I have during the pandemic, but man, I gotta say the airlines right now, like, look, airlines have always been somewhat difficult because they, no matter how you slice it, they always got you by the balls, and they all do it because they're all in the same boat together, right? When it comes to like cancellations and rescheduling they get you with the high fee and it's just like what's the big deal and oh no it's 150 dollars if you want to change your flight or oh you want to cancel it now oh well that's 100 you know 150 bucks they have no and oh those they, days are over man. the way the way they handle the luggage like i have a suitcase that's that was fairly new um it's trash now i picked it up at logan 
on Monday morning when I woke up on the plane, uh, when I landed at Logan in Boston, and I come down to the baggage claim. I'm like half awake. I'm like, let's just go home so we can go to bed. Here comes my suitcase down the thing. I go, oh, there it is. I went to grab it. Lid flies open. All my shit goes right out onto the carousel. And I'm like, you got to get the lock got caught or something because who knows rip the zippers right out that's trash i got like four trips out of it i'm like you know i i, I make a complaint to them they're like oh you gotta go to baggage claim i go what do you mean go to baggage? Like, you have to take the because I, I didn't know I, I i messaged like jet blue like the next day they're like you got to take it back to the airport and you have to go to the baggage claim office and show them the suitcase i'm like are you serious like I tried to play it up, too. I was like, I don't live near the airport. I'm, like, two hours away. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that unfortunately, that that is the policy. And I'm like, like, no, like, just they don't give a shit. Um, th there's been, you know, the, the whole weight of the suitcase thing, mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. it's 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 51 pounds, sir. You or it, Let's make it a little bit bigger. It's 55 pounds, sir. You have to take five or you have to take six pounds out of it. And I'm like. All right, where am I going to put it? You can put it on your carry-on. It's still fucking going on the plane. Who cares? Yeah, it's Or they charge you $300 for an overweight bag. That's just ridiculous. It's just, uh, you know, they, you know, I understand these airlines have, like, slim profit margins, but uh, they don't, you know, unfortunately, customer service really doesn't matter anymore. Uh, because, you know, you have a lot of consolidation. This is what happens with consolidation, unfortunately. So, you know, you hear someone say, I'm never going to fly X, Y, Z again. Unfortunately, that's, like, not true. You're going to. Yeah. You know. And you know what? And they, like, and they know it. Like, I look, I fly a lot of JetBlue flights. I've, I've flown on every airline. I've flown American Delta, JetBlue. I've flown Spirit before. Um, I think I've flown United. Um, they're all the same. They're all the same. Yeah, they're all. And everyone goes, ah, oh, American, you know, American. Dude, they're all the same. Mm. They all do the same shit. They're all the same. It's all the same game. It is. It's all it, the same it, tricks. Yeah. You know, and it's it's aggravating. And when you fly a lot, yeah. you know, for the people who only fly like once every four years, fine. That's because you know what, you don't do it enough, and whatever. Uh, but the, those of us who fly multiple times a year, it, it's aggravating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh god, it's horrible. It's horrible. Now I gotta go buy new. Yeah. Buy, I gotta go buy new luggage now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome like, there. What the frig? Sorry, that's my non-cigar related beef of the week. <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> there you and go. And I feel like because of the pandemic too and all the crap that they've had to deal with it, which and I look, as a as a corporation and running a business, large or small, I get it. It's it's sucked for everybody, right? All industries. But I feel like through this pandemic, it's kind of just like I, I don't care anymore with them. That's their attitude. Like, I don't care anymore. Are yeah, you smoking? I, I are you smoking it. an LFD football from 2019? Yeah. I, all right. I had wow. A few, I had right on those, the money, man. And I was actually, wow. I was actually looking for that specific cigar in one of my humidor's because uh, I wanted it, and I was looking. I'm like, I can't find it, and I'm like, I thought I had a few in here. So I don't know if Nicole smoked them or if Carney grabbed them last time he was here. I don't know, but I know I had those, and I was so bummed because I was like, oh, those were really good. But they were. I I grabbed I the 2020 just on jukebox. Yeah, so uh, you know, um, football theme. I'm going with you know, obviously. So yeah, these are smoking. These are this is the box press one they did like the factory press. So really good. good. So good. You know, we we were talking about these on jukebox. We had Fred Rui as a guest, 
And Fred, you know, made a point that I think you and I agree with. These are just not something that LaFleur puts together. Like, this is something they, this is a project they take a lot of time every year. They deliver a really good blend, a lot of nice artesian work on this cigar. So, you know, and this is, this is, you know, it's quintessential LaFleur Dominicana you get with this as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I so yeah. I'm smoking a, a Room 101 11th anniversary right now, but I have backup smokes too. Um, I have yep. Julius Caesar uh, Toro, and I have the LFD Colorado Escuro. Always a oh. good choice, that uh, Colorado Escuro. So good. So good. And I remember yeah. I, when I first had it, because I didn't really know about it at the time. This was years ago. And Carney was like, well, have you had the Colorado Escuro? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, bro. And he like gave me a couple of them. And he's like, you, you got to try them. I'm like, all right. And I was like, whoa, these are awesome. And he was like, right? Um, and that's that's probably in my top five for LFT cigars. Yeah. To, to put like how much I've been long I've been doing this, right? Um, I was at the trade show where they launched that for the first time. What year was that? 2011. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Quite and sure uh, yeah, and it was a, it was a stand uh, that was a big trade show for Florida Americana that year. Um, and yeah, that was one of the stars for sure. Yeah, you know I um, I love LFD. And I really hope that they come to PCA this year because I, I really just I want to see John at a trade show. That's uh, it. And, and you know they're, they're missed. They're missed at the trade show. They're so missed. You were missed at TPE last week, and at Friday night when uh, the I show know, was over, that. we were all we all got together, and uh, we sent a group photo of a lot of the media guys together, and we said, "Coop, we're missing you." And uh, I was very touched. I was incredibly touched. You don't know how much that meant. But you were. I mean, we were talking about you all week, and it wasn't ba- it wasn't bad stuff. It was like, man, like if only Coop was here. Like, oh, I wish Coop was here for that. I'm like, oh man, like there was just something off about the media group, the the usual group of us who hang together. Um, and it was like, man, it was like Coop's not here. Bear too. Yeah. Same same with Bear. I mean, it was like you know, Coop yeah. and Bear are not here, and it it just yeah, you know, it wasn't the same. Honestly, it, no, I mean. We'll have a presence there next year. Um, I'm hoping it will be all of us. Uh, scheduling this could is, this may present some challenges with with the show moving next year to February. So I'm hoping those challenges we can avoid and everyone can beat it. But we may have, if there's some conflicting stuff with, with Pro Cigar and with TGS, we may have to split it up. Unfortunately, yeah, or, you know, cause it may be hard to do both. Yeah. So and I understand why they're moving this as well. But I kind of felt this morning we kind of had a little bit of a virtual uh, get. The, I felt really cool with, with you know doing the KMA with you guys this morning, um, which was really a nice thing to do. Yeah, the um, it was it was great. If you missed it, uh, KMA Talk Radio uh, with Honest Abe himself and Alex Tavello the Goat. Um, it was us. How about that cigar, Eric from uh, Dojo the Master Do- Sensei? Yeah, uh, and yeah. Coop was there as well. And wait, was there one more? Am I, am I forgetting someone? No, it was you, Eric, and uh, yeah, and Matt and Garrett. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yep, yep. It was we. It was a lot of trade show talk, uh, which we will get into tonight on this show. Uh, try not to make it all about the trade show, but obviously this is our first TP, uh, our first spare notes post TPE, so there is stuff we have to talk about. Um, so. Where do you even want to start with this? Let's you know what. Let's just get into the TPE shit right away. We'll bang it out. Yeah, and, uh, uh, while we're on it. Yeah, and while we're on it, while it's fresh, and then we'll move on from it, so that way we don't bore everyone with it. But uh, and I know I have we have Jay Davis watching with us. Jay, it's always always awesome to have you here. Right? We we love having you here. We love having all of you guys here. Jay Jay always yeah. provides some some really great commentary, some yeah. feedback. 
uh, as well. You know, Gracie's here. Thank you, Gracie, for watching. Dan, Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's not Ron... taken for granted that you guys tune in. Yeah. Yeah. No, really, really Tyler. Is... We, you know, we we love it when you guys watch, and we have and we're on yeah. YouTube, we're on live on YouTube as well. So to everyone watching over there, and to everyone who will listen later on podcast platform. Uh, thank you yep. again for Absolutely. for continuing to support us um, and all we do. We really appreciate it. We don't say it enough, but we but I when I remember we don't. I, I bring it up we, because we, it, it is important. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean we you guys could be doing other things. So that's it's true. like Yeah, it's, we it's, appreciate uh, you giving us your, your, your uh, valuable time. Um, cuz I as someone who's yeah. very busy yeah. myself, I know I know what that's like. So thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, having said that, um let me thank you also and Nicole for for coming on on uh, last Thursday. Oh yeah. On short notice, on a busy day, that you know it meant a lot. Garrett and Aaron Realness and John McTavish also did it, and um, you know Matt Garrett. I mentioned them as well. Yeah, it was appreciated, and and it really uh it helps. I mean, it just helped because we weren't there, but we were able to kind of give a taste of it through our really good friends on Isaiah's in the ground. So thank you guys as well. Yeah, no problem. You know, we're always glad to uh, we're always glad to help out and yeah. uh, be on with yeah. Coop. I would I would skip my own birthday party for you, Coop. Come on. Um, uh, good. But uh, you so you weren't at TPE. Most of us from the media were. Um, you weren't there. Ben wasn't there. Bear wasn't there. But I, I think almost everyone else was, with the exception of print media. Aaron, Aaron, yeah, Aaron was there, but he was with developing pallets. So yep. you know, he has his own thing to do there. So, uh, right. but yeah, he was there. But uh, so he was the only one from the Coop team was there, but he wasn't. But he's representing himself. He needs to represent himself there. That's, that's the key thing with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I know you kind of you, you watched the show from a distance. You didn't walk the show, but yeah. you I think you have enough of a pulse on what happened at TPE um, to really you know engage on a on a post trade show you know conversation. Um, yep. One of the big things I'm going to bring it up because it's at the front of my mind. Especially with Jay watching here, um, and and being a part of the the Premium Cigar Association, this is this is, this is a good good topic for for him to listen in and chime in on too, because I'm, I'm sure he'll have some some good feedback, um, and how you know it could relate to PCA. Biggest thing you pointed out to me first, but I I did see it firsthand, uh, and I and I know some of the characters, um, suitcasing the trade show floor. Now, the first person to really be vocal about this. Um, Mickey Peg of All Saints, love Mickey to death. Um, and if you don't, if you haven't tried All Saints cigars, get them; they're good. Um, so you got people, manufacturers. Usually, it's a small manufacturer who will attend the trade show and will walk the trade show floor with their order forms and their samples, but they won't have a booth. Now, Nicole has pointed this out and made this very clear. So I'm going to make the point because if, if not, she'll just be screaming about it through her phone. Um, TPE, to some degree, from from what we've seen, I wouldn't say promotes this, but also doesn't discourage it either. They do sell a non-exhibiting pass for manufacturers and companies. It's a lot more money, but they'll let you come in and walk around the trade show floor. That is the policy of TPE. That is not the policy of PCA. And I know that people have been talked to and confronted and kicked out of the PCA trade show for doing this practice. So, I mean, I guess at TPE, if it's they're allowing it to some degree, there's really not much you can say. Um, it's, it's, it's a frowned upon practice, I would say. But yeah, if, it's, if they're not going to like really 
frown too hard on it, and that's just kind of that. Hey, we allow it here. There's really not much you can say. Uh, you just try to deal with the best you can. However, at PCA, which is also a very different show, that it's not allowed. And some of these characters I saw at TV, I also saw at PCA last year, handing out order forms on the trade show floor, and they had no booth. Um, now, Coop, I will let you speak on this topic as well, because I know you have some of your own feelings, too. Yeah, so I can't comment on anything with TPE um, other than I'm going to, you know, you obviously found out what the policy is. I wasn't aware of what the policy is in any, in any case, and obviously I, I didn't see anything, so I can't comment on it. I'm just hearing what I heard from some other people. Um, it has been a problem at the PCA, and here's the bad part is unfortunately there are some people who go to this trade show without booze and have legitimate intentions of networking, and they don't do trade show orders. I'll give you a really good example. At Casa Cuevas is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have not been doing that. They, you know, um, But they go because they have a factory and they have relationships in the business. And they were very – and Luis was very careful this year about how much time he even spent on the trade show floor. So unfortunately, some of these guys would – you know, and you are allowed to go. He, Luis is allowed to go, but obviously the rule is you don't suitcase at the trade show. Right. Um, now – We've taken as a as a as cigar coupe, our policy has been we will not give you media coverage if you're not exhibiting. And it's it's a matter of one is we want to respect the rules of, of, of the PCA trade show. But two is it's unfair if we don't get to someone with a booze who spent a lot of money there um, because we ended up taking time from, uh, you know, something else. So we don't want you know, it's kind of like we, we do that. I don't frown upon anyone. Here's the thing. I don't you know. I don't know what the rule is about media talking to people on the trade show floor, but in my opinion, like if someone's there, media has a right to talk to people, right? And there's people who so, like there's retailers who go, and sometimes you may want to interview that retailer, right, for your show. Right. So, but I, so I think it's, it's more of a common sense thing. Look, there were a couple of guys at PCA. They were in the guys. They were pretending to be in other booths, and we've seen that. Um, and you know, it's just it's a bad thing. I'll even give you another story because I know there was a guy who took an RV to the to the PCA back in 2012, and he was setting up meetings in the parking lot at the Orlando Convention Center, and, and they wow. busted him, right, right? So it was still on the ground. That's ballsy. Like, <laughs> I'm you know, sorry. That's ballsy. Yeah. Now, now, you can't stop someone from going to a hotel room and placing an order. That's and, true. and that does happen. You, you can't stop that, all right? Um, and But as long as you're not taking away from someone on the floor – you know, you can't. I don't think it's. You know, I don't. I'm not gonna go after those people. But we've seen these people. Um, I know there's been warnings issued in the past, and and uh, on some of these people. And I know, like we've brought it up several times to Scott Pierce, and, and I know they were this year. They were they had that um, they had a place you could text and basically be the rat. <laughs> it's like guess what, what happened? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I can't comment on T, what TPE's policy is on that because I, I don't know it. Um, and I haven't been at TPE in two years. So um, I don't think it's right to – you shouldn't be suitcasing on there, as I say. So you, know, one, you shouldn't be one thing. Well, one thing I want to make clear is um, to, to those in the business who you know, know about this and whatever, uh, there was two people that I know of for sure who are manufacturers, who are on that trade show floor. Um, but they were not suitcasing. And it was for the same reasons as, you know, like Luis Cuevas, who, look, 
they're at the trade show. They're not exhibiting, and they're not trying to sell anything. They're meeting with, like, manufacturers and factories and other people. They're meeting with business people and kind of just taking advantage of everyone being in town together, and it, it's easy to communicate, right? But they weren't walking around talking to retailers, like, hey, you want to order my stuff? I don't have a booth. Here's a form. No. Uh, Matt Booth was there. He was there for, like, a day, maybe a day and a half. Um, and that mm -hmm. was it. He was there, I think he was, he mostly was meeting with some fellow manufacturers, was not suitcasing whatsoever, was not even talking to retailers. I would never even, he would um, never, even if, yeah, no one, he's yeah. not a guy who would do he, that. He was, he was, he was kind of doing other business there, and I think yeah. socializing too. Uh, the other one was Sin Coburn, the, one of the new owners, uh, the face of Dissident Cigars. Um, she was there, and the reason why she went, even though she was not exhibiting, was just kind of to take in the show. Um, I don't think that she had ever done, she's ever been to TPE. So as a new manufacturer who's, you know, trying to plot out the future for the brand, I, I think her intentions were like, hey, I'm going to go. I'm just going to let people see my face now that they've kind of heard the news and they kind of get to meet me and just know, like, hey, this is who I am. Wasn't taking any orders whatsoever, but just was kind of there. And also taking in the show just to kind of see for herself what it's like you know, they had been to PCA. Is it worth? Is it worth me going next year? Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. totally fair to go and scope out totally the show. Fair. Like, yep. hey, maybe next year, do I spend the money to come here, or maybe I feel like you know what, it's not big enough or something. So that's why she was there. But there were two individuals who were there. One of them even approached me on numerous occasions, trying to get me to to push stuff. Uh, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. And then I, I had to be like, look, you know what? This isn't my business. I, I, I'm here to do the media. I don't want to get wrapped up in this. And, you know, like, enough's enough. Um, like, look, could I could I get into brokering and selling and all that on the side? I'm like, sure. I don't want to. It's not my area. It's not my lane. I want to stay with the media. I don't want to deal with that shit. Um, so I, I, I've had this happen to me firsthand as well on the trade show floor. PCA last year, I had someone approach me uh, at the bar, at uh, the Circle Bar at Palazzo. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, well, tell me about your brand or whatever. And then it was like, oh, well, you know, if you can get people with me. And I'm like, uh, see, I don't play that game. I don't do that. You know, no. if you're here, you want to talk to me about your brand, you want to educate me, you know, you want to give me a sample so I can at least try the brand. Um, sure. You know, maybe you want to come on the show. If I like you, okay. Um, but don't don't ask me to be like pushing your cigars because I'm I'm not I'm not doing that. It's just not my game. Yeah, you know, speaking from the PCA point of view in your media, there's even rules the media is expected to follow. I mean, so the media is technically not supposed to be soliciting business. Yeah. On the trade show, you get it to cover it now. So that means you know you shouldn't be selling calendars, you shouldn't be selling advertising. I mean, if someone inquires about it, I'll say yeah, here let's have a conversation after the trade show. Um, but, you know, or, or have a conversation at the bar at night, uh, which I did do, you know, at the bar. But, but in general, those types of things are frowned upon. You're not there to, uh, to, to do those types of Your job is to deliver coverage. You're given media credentials. Um, so as far as, like, moving another brand, it's like um, I think this is where this gray line between influencer and media sometimes happens. Um, and, you know, we're very – I've really kind of defined that. I've tried to draw a, a line in the sand on that where we don't do influencer activities per se um, as much as we, we, we focus on media type of activities in terms of what we'll do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we have advertising on the shows and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, and 
but that's kind of really where we ended. Like, if you come to me and say, hey, you know, um, if someone clicks on your website, like, we don't allow our retailers to, to pay us on commission, and we don't accept, I don't accept, this is always a big one, I don't accept uh, discount codes. Even. Yeah. Because I don't want anything tied in with a sale. And it plus it pisses it pisses my other retailers off. So I don't want anything tied in with a sale on this. This is we're giving you uh basically it's a flat rate advertising. That's what we do. Because I, I just I and I'm still surprised that people would approach you on that. Just I think if they're if they know you, they should know that's not what you do. Mm-hmm. I could see someone else who's in that influencer category. Certainly I could see that, right? Them doing it. But but no, uh, you wouldn't approach Dave Savona on that thing from Scar Aficionado. So another I mean, thing that so... I, I will say, you know, you, you touched on advertisement. Um, you know, and, and, and advertisement does get talked about at the trade show. Um, sure. Because people ask and they well, we're not signing contracts so, there. Yeah, we're not signing contracts there. No. So what happens is, you know, uh, Nicole's dad's a printer, so he, he prints all of our stuff. We have we have pamphlets. We yeah. have We have um, bound booklets, nice little presentation booklets. We put our whole media kit in it. And you know, someone will say, "Oh, hey, you know, what you know, we'll talk about advertising. We'd love to get in with you guys." I give them all of our paperwork, our booklet, and I go, "Here, you know what? This is all our information. Look at it, review it. Call me. You want to buy advertisement? You want to do something? Great." And that's worked. I don't sit down with people and, and sell it and sign contracts and get into no. it. I no, I just go here. Here, no, here I, here's, I, here's the packet with the with all the information. I go, just take it right. and run, um, and and you know, we'll talk about it at a later time. Um, I feel that that's the most, because I'm always going to be like, oh, I can't talk, you know, advertisement. I'll give them something that they can review later. And I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Even if they let us do that, right? I don't know what the TP rules, by the way, on that. But even if they let us do that, PCA, I don't want to have that conversation because you know how time constraints we are to begin with. So that's just eating up into time on the floor. To deliver to deliver our end deliverables, which is which is coverage, you know, is whether it's video or written. So again, we kind of have to rule or not. It's not something that we want to be doing, uh, just because we we have plenty of time to do that after the show. And by the way, you'll be much more focused after the show to do that. Mm, absolutely. I don't want to get yeah. into you know an, an hour, hour and a half conversation going through. Sorry, I got a stem in my mouth. Um, yeah, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be sitting down on a valuable, t- I mean, the trade show, I mean, we're, we're busy, busy, busy from the, from the first minute that the show opens to the last day that they close the doors, <laughs> we're busy. The last thing I want to do is get into it, you know, our conversation, you know, over advertisement structure and all of this and, and trying to pick out a package and then, you know, oh, well, let's sign the contract. Let me like, it, yeah. it just eats up too much time. I'm glad to do it with manufacturers. Absolutely. Just not there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think most, exactly. I think most of the people that I work with have respected that. Um, yeah. You know, and then you get people who are currently sponsors. And, yeah, they want to take an extra few minutes to just chit-chat and check in. Uh, that's yeah. fine. I get that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I would agree on that. Yeah. And, and, look, not to, you know, the other thing I'll just say is I have not taken the packs into the show. Um for the sole reason that uh, I do consider it a confidential information I'm sharing with them mm-hmm. and kind of asking them, like, if I'm giving you pricing, that's, that's confidential, you know. So, you know, I don't want that lying around on a table or something like that, you know. Oh, um, yeah, we're very you – know, yeah, And usually you, when, yeah. we, when we yeah. give that out, it's because we know someone's genuinely – Someone's going to do – yeah, exactly. It's probably going to happen. Uh, we don't just hand them out, like, free candy. I mean, it, I think it – no, I, 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 I think two were given out. 
at PCA, and uh, and one of them bought. So, and it's not too hard to figure out who it is. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, trying to find a way to to minimize it while still being professional. Um, yeah. Agree. Agree. I mean, yeah. look, we still have a business to run. I get that, but but again, I think our job, like like I said, we have such limited time, and now TP is turned into a show, which it sounds like you know from talking to all the guys. A lot of times, a couple of years ago, we were hanging out of booths just smoking with people because there wasn't a lot of stuff to cover. Um, right. Now it's changed. Now it's now it's changed. It's gotten a lot more. Uh, it's gotten busier. There's more. There's more products to talk about. There's more stakeholders there. So so it's changed a lot. Yeah. TPE was um, it was very busy for us. It's not like the PCA, but there was still enough there where we had to make sure we we got to everything we wanted to get to. And I think we got to probably the majority of what we wanted, and then a few extras. Um, PCA last year, you know. Looking back, we could have done a better job. There's more that we could have gotten to. First year. Your first year, you did yeah. great for the first year. So uh, going um, into this year, yeah. we're going to double what we did last year, uh, even <laughs> even if there's more people there. Um, because we already know like where we wasted time. We know what mistakes we made. Um, we'll be in a much better position um, you know, for this year. TPE... I thought it was going to be much slower from what everyone told me. But once we got there and after the first hour when they let everybody in, it was like, wow, this is not what people told me. This is this is slammed. Um, oh, it was much slammed, more slammed. Yeah, from what slammed. I heard. Sorry, my throat was dry. I don't, no, that's all right. I don't know if we would go in and do video coverage at TP next year. I mean, it's still something to debate. I mean, I think there's another niche that we can hit, which is – you know how we, we do the booze coverage, and I think I may focus on that. Um, but if I find out there's like 60 new products next year going in, maybe I will, you know. Um, so, I mean, I think there's other ways that the show – like it was very heavy video focused this year. Um, it was very – like it was almost all slanted towards video coverage, which I thought was interesting. But I see PCA has gone the same route too, so that's consistent. Yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, I wasn't even when we started doing, you know, the video last year. I wasn't even thinking about anyone else doing video. Um, it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, "Hey, video coverage is something I want to do because you know it lets people peer into somewhere where they couldn't see, <laughs> and you know, people like that. People like watching videos. Um, the biggest thing that I noticed from a lot of people, and this, and look, I'm not, I'm not hating on anyone because all the guys who are doing it, I know personally, and I love them to death. Um, it's just, it's just a critique that I have. One thing I noticed that is different from what we do versus what a lot of other guys people do, people were doing them like live streamed. And my only, I would never do it live. The only issue with that is like the signal is like not always the best. So, but they had good, they've had good Wi-Fi when I was there two years ago and they had it last year. So something went wrong this year. Yeah. But a lot can go wrong with that. Yeah. And, and I know that some guys had some issues with Wi-Fi and then what happens is it brings the, the video quality down. Um, and I get it. And it's a little more streamlined. It's a little quicker and easier. The video's up there right away. Um, and, and you know what? And if that's what they want to do and they got other a lot of other stuff to do and it just it makes it quicker and easy for them, yeah. whatever works for you, 
that's that's fine. I'm not going to say, yeah. like, oh, they shouldn't do that. It, I just personally, I like to record and upload later. Um, I'm so... Um, I don't want to. I hate using. I hate using anal, but like I don't know like how else to say it. But like I, I'm very picky on like quality. Um, it's just it's something. Oh, oh it's yeah, so, yeah, it's something I've always had. I mean, it, it, my 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 father was a perfectionist. My mother's a perfectionist. So growing up, it was always um, like always like trying to make it perfect, trying to make it perfect. So to me, like that's just something that's just part of me. So like even with the show, like I will get I will get fidgety. If I don't feel that my video feed is good enough, the audio is good enough. I know people are listening; they don't want to hear background noise. And a lot of people go, "Oh no, you look great!" And it's, but it's to me, it's like I just I, I need it to be like the best that I can do. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just for me, it's just, and it's not even like you know, it's not like an ego thing or anything like that. I'm not trying to be better than anybody else. It's not like that at all. For me, it's just like, you know, I just I was I was brought up on like make it the best that you can. Um, so. That's for me. That's why I just I get so nuts about it. Just it's my it's my own OCD problem, you know. Um, that that's that, that's where it comes from for me. Yeah. So that's why I do it. But um, yeah. But when you gotta rely on the Wi-Fi at the trade show center, that that can be that can be rolling with the dice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for us, live won't work for us the way we kind of cover it at, at Coop, because we uh the website's still our biggest our biggest uh, bread and butter. So the written right. coverage is very important. The photography is very important. Uh, and then we integrate the video into there. And look, we spread at PCA, we spread it out five to six weeks because we have a good chunk of content and we, we maintain it. So, um, you know, I don't think we would ever do live, but I'll say this hats off to the guys who did do it live because yeah. it's not easy. No, it's yeah, not. And I mean, they did a good job know, yeah. doing it and they worked really they hard did. at it. Yeah. So it's not to take away that. Yeah. That's, that's not what this is. I don't want, anyone later to be like oh he was shitting on the life no 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 no. that's not what this is yeah um it's just why i don't do it but if it works for you that's fine um yeah I'm just, like i said i'm just too like ocd about like how i do all my things and i like to have more control it's tough to have control when you're live um yeah it's tough to have control when you're live um i when i saw one and it was i think it was the dojo video their first one had no sound uh but they went back and did it again which was good but you know and these things happen and it's um, I was, like I said, I was surprised with the Wi-Fi problems because, like I said, the Wi-Fi in general has been always, like I said, I, it was great two years ago for me. Um, I uploaded a Carl Malone interview up in the media room. It took, uh, um, it it went pretty fast. So, uh, you know, um, you know, and that's the other thing. I'll just say the media room. Like, I'm so glad that TP doesn't push people to go to the media room for interviews. Um, to me, you have to be at the booze and you have to be catching the vibe of the show I, I those interviews would not be the same if they were not in front of a booth and i tell I, people i agree every year pc every year you hear let's do a press conference no no we don't want to do like you want to do a press conference with scott pierce that's one thing i do not want to do a press conference in a separate area i want to be at the booth i want to see the vibe of that thing uh, and i want to see the products displayed as they're displayed to everyone else there yeah i agree i mean you, you're trying to when you when you do video right um, even even if you're just taking photos, right? You're trying to encapsulate the whole, um, the ambiance, the vibe, the feel. You want to see the presentation yeah. of the booth yeah. and the product on display. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It kind of it just sets the tone. Um, I agree. 
I think that, you know, and, and the people who are watching those videos and looking at those photos, they want to see it too. That's kind of the whole, that's, that's, that's not all of it, but they, it's, it's half the battle. They want to see it. Like, oh, look at the booth. Oh, that's crazy. Like, oh, look at all that stuff. Like, right. they want to see it. They don't want to see you it know, like in a white room, just like, and we have this cigar coming out, which will be really cool. And uh, at the next show, we will have this, we will have this cigar available. And, yeah, and that's they don't want to see that. You know, it's, it's, it's dry, you know, it, it's yeah. dry. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to say this, this is where I get into, you know, there's a lot we could talk about with this, but you know, it was really the media was was like attracted to the trade show. There was a demand created because when social media started, manufacturers and retailers were posting pictures of this trade show, and mm -hmm. people wanted to get more of it, right? That's what ha that's how it led to the online media going there, right? You know, because they were only getting it through aficionado, who was publishing it through Cigar Insider at the time, right? And it was hard, there was no picture of the trade show. And then, you know, look, I, I, I have Ben Lee. He was doing this back in 15, 16 years ago um, before anyone else with video. So, you know, he was one of the first guys, and, and that market was created for that. But, Matt, isn't it funny how no one, like none of the retailers complain about media or TPE, but they find a way to c c complain about it at PCA? I find that interesting. Well, you know, this point was brought up today on KMA. Um, well, not not what yep. you not specifically what you just said, but I, I know you're going. I, I know, think yeah. the reason is when there there seems to be I can't remember who brought it up. It was either you or Eric or maybe it was Matt. I don't. Well, someone brought it up, but there's this observation that was made that the manufacturers when they go to TPE, they have a different mentality than when they go to PCA. Yep. The the mentality at PCA is kind of like the this is the Super Bowl this is the big one this is we got to yeah, be on yep. point this is we got to have the big booth we got to flex we got to show that we spent yep. all this money on the booth blah blah people go to TPE they don't spend that money on their booth they go they they are to do business they do take it seriously 100 percent but it's like eh, it's a smaller show like eh, it's a little more laid back so it's like yeah sure we'll 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 do interviews it's fun it's a fun mm. event. PCA, it's, yeah. it's like it's too serious. Like, oh no, 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 no. Um, is from it was the point that I I think that was made today, if I remember it correctly. Um, yeah, it, I think it was Dave who made it. Yeah. yeah, and that has I think some of it to do with it. Uh, and Jay is here chiming along. Jay, we, we always love it. Uh, first comment he, he I'm seeing. Sorry, I, I'm I don't really like all the video. I'm much more of a picture and written piece guy, but I'm old. Well. You are an old guy, Jay. We still love you. That's why. That's why we get all the numbers on Coop. <laughs> we have a lot of guys like that. Like that. Um. Yeah. Um. He yeah, also no, says, I, "I have. I have a complaint. A lot of new media doing live streams at TPE, begging for samples and not doing any real reporting. It was a joke. Fake media." Um. Okay. So I, Jay, may get mad at me for saying this. I think every media person has a right to ask for samples, as long as they're delivering some sort of coverage. Um. Somehow, even if it's down the road, like what Aaron does, he does a, a more of a recap show. But but being able to see, touch, smell, and try product is very important for media to cover something. Uh, so that that I, I understand what Jay's going with that, where people you don't want the trick or treaters there, and that has been a problem with PCA in the past with trick or treaters. In fact, the trick or treaters from 2010 were still paying for their sins uh, because there were guys who came in there thinking it was like a herf, and they were that's what they were doing. So Jay's right on that piece, but. I, I, you know, I've been very vocal that media needs to be able to uh, have access to samples as, as like anyone else. And the manufacturers, need, if they don't want to give them, it's a very simple answer. No. 
<laughs> and Jay, Jay replies with, uh, I agree, Coop, but half half the 90-second interview was asking for samples and getting samples for her boyfriend. It sounds to I me like... I have to see what the interview is. Yeah, Jay, the interview is, yeah. Jay, it sounds like you might be talking about someone specifically, and I know you probably won't post that publicly, but... Um, yeah. But agree, he's not no wrong. I, there are instances. Yeah, there's instances with that, and he's right. That's a problem. Um, you know, and I don't think asking for samples to take a picture for Instagram is necessarily good either. Um, because believe me, it that I don't I don't get that point, right? I so, think you have to do something more than that. So I will say this, right? Most of the time, when Nicole and I go to a booth, to be honest with you, I don't give a shit about samples. And I know some people are like, oh, my God. I, don't. I do. No. <laughs> I mean, we only go there for the samples. I mean, I really don't. Don't you know that? Well, yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, I really I really don't because you know what? Here's the thing. Most of the time we go to a booth, I don't even ask. It's just, hey, you guys want some cigars? And I'm like, okay. I mean, if they're just offering yeah. them up, yeah. sure, like I'll take them. I'm not going to be like, no. But I'm not also asking for them. But it's like, for me, it's like, and then I go home and I got a suitcase full of cigars and I will smoke them eventually. But it's like it's just so many different things, you know. And we yeah. already have so yeah. much, and it's just like it's and you know how it goes. And then you have all these samples, and you like you start smoking through half of them, and then you just feel like you have to just smoke them all just to try them all, um, at least the ones that maybe you've never had before. Um, there was only really one instance when I said to a manufacturer, and this happened at TPE, like, "Hey, do you have any of these?" And the only reason why I'm asking is because they have been so difficult to find, and I didn't interview. Where in the interview I got put on the spot and I got asked my opinion on it and I said I haven't had it because um, uh, I it's been inaccessible yeah. and so I went to the company's person who I have contact with and I was like do you have any and the only reason why I'm asking is because like from a media standpoint this is where I kind of get back with you like people are asking me about it now and I don't know and I feel like it makes me look dumb right. Maybe people will disagree, but that's how I feel. So I'm like, I only want to try one just so I can say, like, yeah, like, this is what I think. Like, I'm not just trying to get, you know, whatever. And it was, I got two. I'll get another. Cool. And me and Nicole each got one. And I only wanted it just so that I know what it's like because it's difficult <laughs> to find out otherwise. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's that's my piece on the samples, really. Yeah. I, I appreciate else... them. Uh, no, I, I appreciate them. And if someone offers them to me, I'll take them. Um, because they're offered and, you know, you, you want to be polite and, and sure, like there's nothing wrong with getting a free cigar, but I won't go around asking for them either. If, if we go to a booth yeah, and someone doesn't offer, I, I won't ask. I'll just be like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna, you know, it's it just, it's, it's weird for me. I don't even want to ask, you know, it's like, whatever. Um, there's, there's more important people there that, that should have them, you know, so whatever. We we don't we don't like to, being a review site. It gets a little more complicated because sometimes there's an expectation that you're going to review those samples. So the coop rule is we don't review any trade show samples. We don't review pre-release anymore. So usually, if I know the person, it's not as much of an issue. But if I don't know the person, I lay down the expectation very upfront. Like, hey, these are not going to be reviewed. Um, we really just want to get a feel for the product. If you choose not to give it to me, that that's fine. Um, you could, you could send them to me when they're ready down the road or, you know, we can pick them up, but yeah, we don't review cause we've had some really bad, uh, things about, um, 
samples getting, you know, problems with samples getting reviewed. And and what was really pissing me off this year, that's not necessarily my beef of the week. I saw some I saw some cigars that that I know were trade show samples that were on end of the year lists, and hmm. because they were, you could see the pat, you could see they had the paper bands on it. Yep. So that's the problem. Like, you know, I just and, and again, it's up. To the, it's, I know it's a website's decision, but you know. You so, can't you can't do that. So every cigar that I received in Las Vegas that I didn't buy from a humidor at a lounge is they're all resting in the humidors right now. I won't touch them yeah. because especially yeah. it was yeah. it was so dry. You think yeah. it's you think it's dry at yeah. DZA in the summertime. It's extra dry down there it's in the wintertime. Really dry. Yep. Um yeah. I won't smoke those probably for another week. because uh, I want to make sure that they're as fresh as they can be before I actually you know, especially like the newer ones, like I said, before I really give them a go. Um, yeah, I haven't smoked one. No, like even like, so before, so while we were out there is when they, they released the little big delicious for uh great smoke. Um, I saw Matt that day before they went on sale and he had some and he gave me one. Sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings. That one's, but whatever. He, it's Matt Booth. Whatever. Oh, that's what a sin you committed. I know. Um, it was close enough, you know. It wasn't like he gave it to me four months ahead of time. Um, it was. It's a, It's a. It's an event only. It's an event only cigar. It's not like you know. Come on, yeah. If anyone gets mad at you with that, that's ridiculous. So, but anyway, so, but like he, he's like, hey, like I have, I have little big delicious. You know, if you and Nicole want one, and I was like, oh, cool, yeah. I was, I'm gonna buy a box, and I did. I have a box that I bought. I was like, I'm gonna buy a box, but um, I think he thought like, hey, if you know you want to try it, I know they're going out. I know they're going out tonight, or whatever. You can, but I'm here. But I was like. I'm still not gonna smoke it till like, I'm home. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I brought it home yeah. and I put it in the humidor. I'm not gonna smoke them dry. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just as an example, like, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what it is. If if I if someone gave it to me, I ain't smoking it because uh, you know right. you smoke it like oh it sucks. It's like no, you you got uh, it in a trade yeah. show floor. And Luciano from Ace Prime had a hygrometer in his booth at TPE, and the relative humidity. Was something like nineteen percent, I think. Oh, I bet. I mean, I'm like, I dude, bet. I, I, I ain't, mean, I ain't smoking that. Are you kidding me? I, I won't even do the cigar justice. I'll, I'll make sure it's no. humidified and then I'll try yeah. it. Yeah, you, you know, the other thing is that, like, um, we will smoke a sample. So, trade your samples. We will smoke on the podcast, but we'll disclose it is. It's not getting a formal assessment rating or anything like that. But sometimes we will do that with a guest. So, you know, at least we can have it's, it makes it a little easier. Again, the, the purpose of the sample is to get a, a feel for the product um, on that more than anything. So we will do that. But in terms of like putting a numeric rating or value rating on it, that won't be done until like, you know, until the cigars are procured. And, and we have several couple different ways that are valid ways to procure it. And I'll tell you one way, for example, I don't accept a cigar from a rep and review it. <laughs> so so that's another thing. Um, it has to go to a proper media channels because I want to make sure that if they're sending us samples, they know we have skin in the game and they have skin in the game. You know, that's kind of what I look for. So, yeah, but we will smoke them on a show. Yeah, yeah, we will. But again, they go through about in the summer. I put through about the same period because the humidity is low. And, and look, there was some I had to toss. I mean, because now I have, I have the little hygrometer to test it. And, and I sort of had like 30% humidity. I'm like, can't smoke these, you know, it's not going to do any good. So yeah, they, they have to do some work with those things too. It's, um, yeah, samples aren't what they cracked up to be. I brought e- so even I even bring um, I have two like the Pelican 
cases, right? Uh, the little the little ones that I carry cigars around in. I brought those out, and I knew, like, because I, I knew I was going to be, you know, getting stuff that I want to bring back. I brought two of those empty, and I stuffed both of those in them. And so that way, when I did get them, I could put them right inside and seal them shut with the packs. So I could just, yep. I could already keep them fresh even in transit. Um, yeah. yeah. Because it is so dry. It is so dry. Now, on the flip side, I wasn't around for this, but a lot of you, like Jay and you, uh, were around when PCA was in New Orleans, where I know you said it with the opposite effect. It was like 90% yep. humidity. It was like raining from the ceiling. Yep. It was so moist in there. So you go yep. from being like overhumidified to not even close to being enough to keep it like any kind of wet. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, there's no happy medium. <laughs> Oh man, uh, just I remember just smoking some cigars outside. It was, and, and oh, it was a nightmare. Like soaked logs. It, well, New Orleans was a nightmare. I I was at two shows in New Orleans, and that J- second one. Jay says was Orlando the was the worst, especially at night. Oh uh, yeah, I mean Orlando. I had a different. Uh, I rented a house in Orlando too, so um, that I could smoke in, which was nice. <laughs> so. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was uh, I had a little, but it was yeah, I had a little advantage there with that one. Uh, but Orlando was bad. <laughs> He's not wrong. But I also thought Orlando was the best place I've had at a trade show. I still think Orlando. I thought that was the best locale um, for me. So uh, just because it was in the east, you know, it was closer. And uh, it, yeah, it, it was. I could drive down there. You know, it was just much easier. So uh, I'm lighting up the LFD. And I love Orlando. I love. Uh, I'm sorry. Not yeah. The Colorado girl. There you go. Mm, it's a little dry. Yeah. It's just surprising. It's you know at this time of the, like we're fighting like 30% humidity, um, and uh, I have like I have a heating system in here, but I have a bay door and I have to open it at times, uh, and then the wind comes in and burn it kills my burn. We just get I get like a a draft in this in this area. I can't control it. No, well, it's funny. It's just like a wind. We went to Espinosa. We were with Eric, and he was talking about how dry it was, and um, this wasn't yeah, bro, this, dry. this wasn't in the uh, this wasn't yeah. in the uh, in the video, but it was kind of after. It was, he was like, "Yeah, it was so dry." He was like, "He's like, um, he's like, oh, he's, he gave he gave me a sample some. He's like, oh, try this. You know, it's really good, blah blah." blah. And he's like, "Don't smoke it now, though. It's too dry." I'm like, "Oh, I know." And he was like, "Look how dry this is." He grabs he grabs one out of a box. He takes the cellophane off. He puts it in his mouth. He gives it a, a, a light little bite, and the whole thing just cracks right down. It's like trash. <laughs> he loves doing that. Though. Eric, Eric will keep a cigar. Eric will keep a cigar in his mouth and not light it up. Yeah, he's like famous for that. Yeah, but yeah, oh, that's. Uh, but what's worse is when you light it up and it's dry, and then you get that pop. As I, and then you, the wrapper is just like fractured at that. And point. then you just you just start to uh, see this. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, uh, I know. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. it was it was dry. Um, moving on to other business, um, mm-hmm. people who attended, people who didn't attend, um, what the booths were like. We talked a little bit about this on KMA today. Yep. Um, I'll tell you, I don't know how I I don't know how I like couldn't find it, but the, like the second day, I was trying to find the Altadas booth or the Altadas booth, whatever. Um, and I remember walking around, being like, "Where the f- 
fuck is it? And I'm like, I can't find it. And I'm like, I thought there's it was always over here. one booth like that. There's always and, one booth like that though. And I and I went over to Herklotz because I, I actually he was he was like coming back from the bathroom or something. And I was Mike. I go Mike, have you seen the after the dojo interview? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Mike, have you seen the alternate booth? And he was like, Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, that way, like down there. I'm like, all right. I thought it was over. I'm like, all right. I go down there. I don't see it. I'm like, where the hell is it? I started wandering to the point where I went off the red and I went into the blue, into the CBD. And I'm like, all right, I'm definitely lost now. Come back. I finally found it. It was like nestled in between. Um, actually, it was like it was like near Michael's booth. It was like one booth over. And it was like nestled between. Um, like I think there was like an accessory booth, and then there, uh, I don't know, but I found it, and it was like tucked away. But like the way that the booth was laid out, I'm like, well, this is why I didn't see it. Like they didn't have any like. I don't know. It just it it, it wasn't. It's weird, but it's weird because they always do a good job of booth placement. Like yeah. I've been to enough trade shows with them, so that would be a little unusual. Um, from that standpoint, because they they always they always are very careful where they put their booths, um, and where people could find it. So. And then it's maybe it, just like yeah. And then when it came to general, right? Which this is, I mean, it's not a knock on the companies. I mean, but it's like they, they came, and I was expecting a little bit more of a grandeur uh, from General Cigar. And I walked by, and I was like, oh, I, that's that's General. And it was a couple of tables, and I was like, oh, is that it? Or is there like another booth? I don't know. I was a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, like, I, that's I, it. I, I'm complete. I'm completely confused by general how they approach this TP trade show. Um, because of the companies that have announced product in 2022, yeah, no one's announced more product than general. Mm. Uh, and forwards, forwards together. So I don't really understand why you're there and you don't have an opportunity to put a box out of the, of a lot of this stuff. Um. But there's a, there's been CAO releases, punch releases. There's been a new Bolivar Caldwell collaboration, a Diesel release. I mean, wh where was why is this not there? I I, I'm perp I get and look. I love the people at General, right? But I don't understand who's making these marketing calls. Um, um, to to be, and you know, I know it's not my marketing contact. I could tell you that she's great. So, but I've kind of vented my frustration. And, you know, the other thing is they don't they like sometimes we get these press announcements. They've been better about it this year, where the product's already sitting on the shelf at a, at a retailer before we can like, get photos and stuff of it. And it's like an information. So, they perplex they just perplex me how they're approaching this because to me, they could have the town in in, in they could they could own that trade show. Um, they didn't have they didn't have to invest a lot more in a booth, maybe more. They could have just a little more, and they could have owned the trade show there. So yeah, I, I understand you want to put the elaborate booth up, but yeah. Um, question from from Gracie in the comments: Why do some big companies not attend? Two to three companies come to mind. Like to hear your opinions. All right. Um, if there's there's a there's multiple ways to answer that question. If you're talking about TPE versus PCA, there are different reasons. Some of them are the same or similar, but there are a few that are a little different. Um, when it comes to TPE, uh, like we had Pete Johnson on this week from Tatuaye, and uh, the, the biggest thing from him, I think, was first and foremost, he didn't feel it was really worth the time because he didn't really have anything that he wanted to sell or showcase. Um, 
I, I think he also has some, I think he has some skepticism a little bit with like TP and how it's run and all that. Um, but, but the most, I think the biggest thing was from him was like, Hey, listen, like we just, you know, it just was not, not good timing for us to go. It didn't make sense. I get that. He's also, he's a big supporter of PCA. Um, so I, I, I know that, you know, if, it, if there's only one show he's going to do, he's going to do PCA. Um, you know, you have companies um, that are similar. They, they won't go if they don't feel like business-wise it makes sense, if they don't have anything to sell, if they don't, if they don't have anything new to really showcase, and it's just kind of like existing stuff. It's like, well, we can, we can sell, you know, what we already have, you know, without having to go all the way to the trade show. We don't have to exhibit anything. We don't have to, you know, especially some companies don't, are not taking in new, new customers and clients because um, they're just, they're maxed out in their capacity. And so this doesn't make sense for them to go and try to, you know, in, into, into um, you know, meet with and, and sell to and gain new customers because they can't take anymore. Um, it's all, it's all very different. You know, like LFD, you know, LFD, they don't, they haven't been to TPE. They haven't been to PCA because they, you know, they got a lot of back orders. They got a lot of things they're working on. It doesn't make sense for them to spend all that money to fly out there to set up for a trade show to be like, Hey, we're not taking in new customers. We're, we're just trying to fill the back orders that you guys have already ordered from, you know, last year or the year before. Um, so wh why, why go all the way out there to, to do limited business? Um, that's a huge part of it. Last year with TPE being so close to PCA, you saw a lot of people didn't go to PCA or they went to PCA and they didn't go to TPE because it was like, why am I going to go to two trade shows uh, eight weeks apart? Um, luckily, that's really not the case this year. So that's a little bit of a mulligan, I would say, because that's not, that's not usually the case. Um, then when you got, you know, you have PCA, uh, there are, f there are f the four big companies who don't go, which is vastly different and has nothing to do with product availability. Um, that's, that's a whole separate issue that those companies yeah, that's have. That's a political issue. That's a political issue with the, with the organization more. Correct. Why did um, that so yeah. that, and that's why they don't go. So you won't see, um, Altus General Davidoff Drew Estate at PCA because of those reasons. Um, and you know, and, and how they do their business is how they do their business. Uh, that's yep. the decision that they make. Um, I don't. I don't think we're really going to get into the the nitty gritty of those reasons, just for the sake of time. Um, there's other things I want to cover, and that'll that'll take up a long time. But, yeah. But the, in a nutshell, that's really the reason. Um, Coop, I'll, and I'll let you speak on that too. Yeah. Um. You, you said a lot of well. You know, like I said, the PC. I think it's, it's a political fight. Um, there's a little bit of the politics that go on at, at TPE because that is a privately run show put on by Cretech. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with a private group putting on a convention. Uh, like I, I worked for IBM for for almost 25 years, and we put on we put on trade shows a lot. Uh, Microsoft puts on trade shows. Uh, so so there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I guess you know some people look at like Cretech who puts it on as their competition. You know, I think with LaFleur, it's interesting. They have I, I don't think they'll ever go to TPE, at least in the near future. Because, again, no. and we talked a lot about this on KMA this morning. But, again, I don't think that's the market they're looking to sell into still, which is still a lot of the convenience store pieces, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think they do. But, you know, what's interesting, Altidus still had that, that better Roses humidor there, right? Which you would think that would be no place to have it. But I'm sure they made some sales of that thing, too. So yeah. companies approach it differently. Um, there are companies that don't go because they are, like you said, very loyal to to the uh, 
to the um, PCA. And, you know, a couple of years ago, there was some awards given out, and that's how they tried to get some company. They got some folks to come out to accept the awards. And I think everyone's really grateful that they who got those awards weren't at the show. But some people flew in for those awards, I'll tell you that. Um, you know, so but but you know, they just feel that that's not the model for their business. And and so um you got you got I mean, it's a shame we're not back to the days like 2018 when everyone was under the like every we assumed everyone was going to PCA or IPCPR back then. Um I miss those days. I hope we get back to that where 95% of the industry is there. Um but yeah, you're right. That we could do we could do shows. There are some coop shows if you go back uh to early 2020. Where we really covered the whole Big Four pullout as well. Oh yeah. Uh, we have interviews with big players. We we had Glenn Wolfson on our show, who who runs Drew Estate. Um, you know, so we've had a lot of different folks uh, with different. Uh, we have Raphael Nodal, uh, you know, Altus. who's a supporter of the TP. Yeah, yeah. Altus, they were there. Um, but we've had people, you know, like Pete Johnson, Alan Rubin, and Alan Rubin interviews were very. I mean, very. Those guys are very pro PCA. Yeah. Uh, and they had a different spin on things. So it was kind of, you know, there's a lot of content we have out on that, too. Yeah. So just definitely check the archives out and I can point you to some examples of it. Certainly people want to know. But yeah, that's, that, yeah. That's, that's the uh, Gracie. That's really like the simplest yeah. way to answer that without really opening it up. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. you know, and, you know, people like Jay are watching along in it. And I know there's a lot more we could we could really explain. And yeah, we, 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 but we that's just the simple just, way. We gave you the Regis Digest version in like a couple of minutes. Yeah, but there's I mean, so much content that was done on that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's again it's it's different for everybody. Um, yeah. It's not it kind of, it, no it's not a lot of just like eh, I don't like that show I'm not gonna go or uh, I just don't feel like it or like eh, we don't need it. It's just kind of like hey you know what it doesn't make sense for us to go it it, it, it we're not gonna make any money off of it. Um, yeah. If we go and spend the money it doesn't make sense. Um, or yeah. it's political in the case of the big four yeah. and they have their reasons. Um, and that's something that they, you know, they need to work on with PCA, yeah. um, separately. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's really it. Um, yeah. Coop, was there anything about TPE that, um, you did have questions on that maybe you no. didn't, you didn't, you weren't able to find out about, or maybe something you didn't see or something like that? I mean, the big thing I'm waiting for, and I haven't seen it, and I haven't seen anyone publish anything on it. It's, I'm, I'm really curious of the attendance numbers. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one thing I'm kind of waiting on. And look, I've heard some mixed reports on this. Is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. I've heard some people say there was more traffic, and I heard some people say it was slightly down. And I don't know how. I don't know where to do it other than I really need to see the attendance numbers to make an, a, you know a, a, a fair assessment. So um, I haven't asked for them yet. I, I, I kind of wanted to see if some of the media guys that went first would get them just out of respect for the people who are at the show. So right. I'm hoping that, that that happens first. And then once I see it, maybe I'll just ask them to send me something as well. Um, but I want to give the media folks who, who were there a shot um, to do it. You know, and if that doesn't happen, so I'm shocked they haven't sent it out yet. You, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I can't say what it was because I wasn't there, but I've heard – Mixed reports on this. It I wasn't mean, a dose town, is what I'll say, but but I heard mixed reports. It was, in my opinion, it was definitely very busy. Now, was it busier or slower than other years? I don't know. But it was at least busy. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as one show, it was busy. Um, 
you know, I, I'm sure um, I wasn't at last year's trade show. And the reason why we didn't even choose to debut P TPE uh, was because of that reason of being too close. We were like, look, we're not doing this twice. So we chose PCA because um, we said if we're only going to one, we're going to PCA. Um, I'd be curious to see what it was last year, especially with the state of the pandemic being a little bit further back at that point uh, and it being the first trade show. Uh, actually, it was one of the first trade shows overall in Vegas since yeah. the thing was shut yeah. down. So I'm curious to see if, if what that was to be just because of that reason, because um, it would be hard to compare that to this year because this year was a little bit different. Um, it was a very more post pandemic feel to the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, we weren't like we didn't go in in May because of it was too close to getting vaccinated. We didn't know if we were going to have vaccines in time. Uh, this year, it was a combination of things. Uh, it was a logistical thing uh, versus weighing out some priorities. And in hindsight, when I look back at it, I probably should have found a way, even if we, even if it was a little one-man show, to be out there this year. Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily do the video coverage, but we had two. Uh, ben and Bear had moved into new homes, um, so it was. I had some because uh, I still have a day job. I have to take time off from, so I kind of opted not to take the time off from it, and then. Uh, you know, if we get it sponsored, you have to deliver something back to that sponsor. And I didn't think we can deliver what we said we were going to, what we would have been able to deliver. So I, and regret, I regret that I made that decision, but uh, there were valid reasons why it was made. Uh, it will be changed next year for sure. Yeah, I mean, I would say we'll we'll be back at TPE next year as well, yeah, um, yeah. as well as PCA. We will always go to PCA as long as it's being held. Uh, we will be yeah, at PCA. Absolutely. Um, I would the say granddaddy. going into TPE, you know, I had a lot of people, even Coop, you know, like, hey, you know, I don't know if it'll be worth the trip and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had other people tell me, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a smaller show, it, you know, to go all the way out there. And we ended up deciding to go. And um, and I'm glad we did because it was yeah, better. It was, it, was, it was better than I anticipated. And in Coop, I, Coop, I think you're right. I, I think that um, clearly I think you have a little bit of a, a regret of not going. And uh, I think, based on our conversations in the past, I think you would have been pleased with this show, even if it was more minimal, like you said. Uh, I think even yeah. if you, even if you were just still there, I think you would have been like, you yeah. know what, I'm glad I came. Um, but yeah, I think next year for sure, we'll probably see Cigar Coop there. Yeah, I, in hindsight, what I would have did now if I had known is, hey, I would have not taken the sponsor money, right, and just kind of went and and did written coverage, you know, which is not going to get. You know, it's not the same as video coverage, and I would have just done that. It probably wouldn't have been to the level we do at PCA, but that's probably what I what I should have done. Um, I kind of felt like I let my team down a bit on that, but they were all very understanding and supportive. Because, like I said, there were other facts. You know, so many other facts that we have only finite amount of time we could take off from our day jobs on these things too. And we had we had Pro Cigar and T TGS. Um, so those were those were you know, but. But next year we'll figure this out. That won't happen again. Is what I'm gonna tell people. Yeah, we will be there. Someone will be there. If, whether it's me or a combination of us, we will be representing us there, and we'll be doing what we always do. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, and you make some good points too. Um, you know, and there's a lot of events happening. You got PCA, TPE, TGS, Big Smoke, Pro Cigar. Uh, for those who go to TAA. Um, you know, TA don't want us there. 
They don't no, want I, us anywhere near that. Well, I don't. I don't mean us <laughs> well, specifically. Well, yeah, right? just yeah. In, in a general sense, in terms of you know events overall. Yeah. Then you have all the. Yeah. You have all the things like the Heritage Festival, Rocky Mountain. Uh, you, you have all that stuff too. So now there's a lot yeah. of different stuff. There was DE25 that was you know never happened, but you know the, the bond yeah. smoker. There's a lot of cigar events outside of even just trade shows. Uh, you know that one could go to. Uh, and yeah, you, you kind of yeah. have to be a little strategic with how you you pick those events. You, you do. I mean, like, uh, I'll tell you, the event I really want to go to every year is just so close to PCA is Rocky, Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Um, even if I just go to have not cover for right? I, I want to go. Yeah, just for the enjoy. Like, Great Smoke, I, I'm not going to cover Great Smoke like an event, right? But I'll be writing some stories coming out of there, and I'll be having conversations. And, and they'll, be, they'll be able to get some chotsky on that, you know. Um, because um, it's a unique event, so I'll kind of maybe focus on that. You know, it's not going to be focused on, uh, hey, we hung out with Pete Johnson and had a good time. You know, right. uh, or uh, or you know what, the uh, the food was really good here. You know, that's not what we're going to do on Coop. But uh, you know, we I've always written an article like on unique things I've tried to find out of something like the Great Smoke, and there's been some interesting trends I've gotten out of it. So that's what we'll tend to. We're not going to do video down there um, for sure. Um, we may Bear and I may record special edition down there, but that's still to be determined. So, yeah, we um, um we have um we'll we'll get some coverage from it because I I, I want to get something. I don't think it'll be um you, you could even do yeah this you, it could be more agile is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get I, it's not gonna be like a I'm not gonna tons and tons of video. I mean it, there's gonna be a virtual aspect to it too. So I mean. It, well, again, and I want to, and actually, that's really important. I actually want to respect Abe on that piece too. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that Abe's spending a lot of money to do virtual. I don't want to compete. Not that I could compete with him on that, right? But you know what I'm saying, right? I want to be respectful. Hey, you know, if he's spending, if he has soccer up there for an hour, I don't want to be conflicting, putting up conflicting content with that. I could get soccer on the tri on our show another time, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, for me, it'll be like just kind of grabbing some tidbits. Um, Stuff that maybe didn't get seen on virtual, um, a general write-up after, sure. Um, there'll be maybe some some, yeah. some cool photos, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not going to be like a, like a trade show coverage of like the whole – no. It, no, there's no need for that. Uh, and like you said, no, with, no. with Abe doing the virtual, you don't want to take away from that either. Um, no, no, you, definitely not. You put so no. much into that, you don't want to be like doing your own coverage of it, and it's like, what, what the hell? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So – you know, uh, also not to mind the fact he's trying to sell tickets for it. So it's like, you know, you, then you just start broadcasting yeah. it out there. It's like, well, the people who didn't pay for it, I mean, they didn't need to. So, yeah, you don't want to do that either. You want to try to keep it exclusive to the event. So um, yeah. yep. I think uh, – I, I, but I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good Great Smoke. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun. Last luau. Um, I, I've never been disappointed from a Great Smoke. So – I think Abe's a little worried about this year's because I think he, I think the challenges of doing both of these are really becoming real to him right now. If you heard Bear show, uh, and even a little bit of him this morning, uh, you know, it's, I think he's gonna have to make some adjustments to that next year. Mm. I think it's been tough. I mean, give him credit, man. He's going through it. So, uh, I'm sure it will be still great, but I think it's not been easy is what I'll say. Yeah. I think that, um, I think he deserves a lot of credit either way. <laughs> even if it, even if it, oh. flops, it won't flop. But like, even if it, flops, it won't flop. A, he, and Abe he deserves the pat on the back. Abe has never flopped an event. 
No. I'm going to tell you that. I've been to I've been to tons of Abe events at the at Boynton Beach in West Palm Beach. This will not flop. Um, it may not come to what he wants, but I'm sure it will. I'm sure no one's going to go away disappointed. Yeah, and he puts so much time, money, and effort into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to you have he to does. give him credit, regardless of even how it goes. You have to give him credit just for the attempt, and the work that it goes in. You know what I mean? It's not it's not easy at all. I mean, no, it's, it's crazy. No, it's not. Yeah, it's good. Good. You know, they no details unturned. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, it really I, is, I, and he really he cares about everyone having a good time. So he really does. I mean, that's one thing I can tell you. Oh yeah, he's he's a great host. Um, anyone who's ever gotten to spend time with Abe in person and personally, um, I will tell you, uh, it, it it's it's awesome because you know he he, he he's he's so genuine. He, he's great to be around. He takes good care of people. Uh, he wants people to have a good time. He wants people to be happy. He, you know, when he when he takes the time, you know, to be around people, and um, he just he just he just does it right. And he, and and, he, and look, a lot of people know him. he's honest, Abe. He says how he feels. Sometimes he says things maybe you don't like, you don't agree with. Sure, but he just tells it how it is. He's just very honest, like like the names that he just saw. He just doesn't lie, and he's just like, hey, he doesn't lie. He's not gonna but, bullshit you. But he's, he's also he might come across as you know people might misconceive. There might be a misconception with, like, oh, well, he's, like, kind of, like, a rude guy because he just – no, he's not. He's actually a very caring guy. He's a very nice guy. He cares about people um, a yeah, lot. He, does. he really very does. Much. He's just very honest. He'll, if he don't like something, he's like, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just the truth. I'll never – yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you want to talk about caring. Uh, when I was going through a big job change a few years ago, um, I wasn't calling Abe for a job or anything, and nor did he offer me a job. I was looking really to get Abe's perspective on a direction. I I needed someone just to kind of talk to, and and for some reason, and Abe gave me all the time I needed, and gave me some like foundational advice on what to do, and very like told me direct things and not direct when you know because I was debating whether I wanted to pursue the cigar industry full time, and it really turned out he made a lot of sense to me. I wasn't ready to go into the cigar industry full time based on what you know I'm still doing yeah. and the lifestyle I was living. So, sure. um, so he he was an enormous help to me, and I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's. Um, yeah. I haven't known him as long as you, um, but in the few years that I have known him, he's he's always been um, he's been great. He's been great to me and Nicole. He's been professional. He's been helpful. Um, you know, he really yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, he's 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 one of the he's one of the best. Um, yeah. He's not the only best. Absolutely. But he is one of the best. Um, oh, he's a yep. He's definitely he's definitely closer to the top, um, and, and he does a great job. Even even just with the retail yep. end of it too. I mean, there's a lot of retailers. There's a lot of on, you know he does online and, and in store. Uh, I will tell you, you know, both are, are really awesome. You know, his, his online business is, is, is the website and uh, it's great. Yep. Uh, if you ever get the chance to go to a smoke in, especially if you go to Boynton Beach, um, it's great. It's fantastic. Really nice place. Well kept. Great staff. Educated staff. Helpful. Um, the coffee is fantastic. You ever get to try the coffee? Oh um, yeah, those cappuccinos. <laughs> the cappuccino. The, did you get the ca- with, with the, the sugar, with the sugar stick? sticks? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. That shit's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, they 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 do it right. They do it right down there, one hundred percent. So. Uh, nothing but love for Big Delicious. Uh, we we love him a lot. So and we and we absolutely pre- we appreciate him having us on KMA today. That was that was a great time. 
Uh, well, I mean, you yeah, get, it was you very get to good. go on every week, but. <laughs> yeah, but I normally don't do the whole show, and it was funny. They had me as a guest. I'm like, oh, I guess you're. But I was I nervous because, really I got to be honest, Abe wasn't lying. They had nothing in the notes. Uh, so Paul had pinged me to say, hey, do you have any topics? And I'm like, I was half asleep uh, yesterday. I was uh, so I, was, uh, I can't think of anything tonight. I'm like, hell, just I, I, and I figured we would just figure it out tomorrow. But I was nervous. I was a little nervous. I ain't going to lie to you. Abe wasn't exaggerating on that piece. There was nothing in the show notes on it <laughs> to, to talk yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Um, I I think it was I think it was good that way. Um, you know, everything was just kind yep. of natural. Um, yep. W- at least with the kind of conversation we were having. Um, we had a good we had a good group we had a good group there this morning too. Yeah. Everyone was great. Yeah. You know, Abe had a lot of bad experience with online media early on. He's this thing called the bloggers corner. Yeah, but it was a lot of the written bloggers who weren't comfortable in front of a camera. And they all kind of like laid an egg, or and, those, and he got rid of the bloggers' corner because of that. I'd like to see it eventually come back, um, you know, even if it's something like what we do quarterly or something like that. You know, I think it would be a great thing to do. Yeah, I, I think that would be interesting. Um, yeah. You know, like a roundtable of everyone together. Um, yeah. Sure, I think I think it's a great idea, and it's you know, and it's something yep. that I even thought about doing, you know, hosting through Smoke and Tobacco by inviting everybody on. Um, cause yep. I'm like, you know, it, it is a great idea, you know, every once in a while, just get everyone together on one, on one feed and, and, and host it public to, yep. to kind of yep. share our thoughts with everyone else. Yep. Uh, and we can bounce them off each other. I think that's a great yep. idea. Uh, just like yep. I, I liked how, um, it, it was you actually who had Abe, Jeff and Dave on all together. Yep. That was and And they were very all competitors and came on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was, uh, I never thought that show was. To me, that was, I never, that show surpassed my expectations. Um, it was definitely our show of the year, for sure. Because I just didn't know if people wanted to hear retail talk. I was like, because retail talk bores me most of the time, I'll be honest with you. I, so I was worried about, but all these guys have, bring, like Dave, Abe, and Jeff bring an intangible quality that, I, let's give it a shot, is what I said. But I was nervous about that. I ain't going to lie to you. I was the most, very nervous about that show. Because I didn't know how people would react to it. Well, the one thing about that show that I think is very unique is, and this isn't to discredit any other retailers, but I mean, you had three of the biggest retailers ever, all on one. Yeah, feet, I all mean, on one feet. I mean, they're all they're all powerhouse retailers too. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, the experience that yeah. they all have, and the level that they yeah. operate, uh, is is very unique. Um, yeah. And, and to have them all kind of share that together is an interesting perspective. Yeah, I'll I'll open it up to more retailers going forward. So I know Jay's going to be invited at some point on our show. So uh, he's, you know, I promise you, Jay, on that. But you know, it was not. I was just nervous. You know, I was always nervous about if people would be interested. And it turns out people are very interested in it. So I I, I had to learn something out of that. That now I don't have to be afraid. Because even when I've had those guys on individually, I've usually tried to avoid the retail conversation. Because I just was always worried it's boring, right? But. I learned a lot from that, and it's people like it, and I liked it. So, you know, sometimes I have to be. I, sometimes I'm a little stubborn in my ways, and I've learned. I learned a lot from that. Yeah. Sorry, I had to answer this message. Um. Uh. So Mitchell is along with us, and he's commenting along. Um. I just want to go back. I have to a this package from Mitchell. Mitchell uh, Sand. Yeah, Mitchell Sand. Um, I your, think the your on- package is on your way, Mitchell. So, uh-huh. I think the online portion will suffer before the in-person part, and I think he is afraid of people expecting what happened last year online to happen again this year. 
could I be think a he valid is too. point. Yeah, uh, valid point. Yeah, I think it because it was magical last year. Um, but I'm telling you, there's gonna it's gonna work because they're gonna be able to capture the vibe. What they're gonna be able to do this year is this is what we went back to talking about PCA. Remember, Abe was talking about doing this in a separate area, and now he's moving it in. That because logistically it didn't work. That's gonna be a blessing in disguise because people are now gonna be able to have the vibe of the, that in in person show. So I think it's gonna work for him. Uh, to kind of circle back forward, Jay Davis, I wouldn't bore you if I was on your show coop. You should have like five small retailers and then have and have them just tell funny anecdotes. Hmm, interesting. There you go. Yeah, no, very good job, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> good job. I could say Jay, you were, Jay was tremendous on um. He was on with Aaron on one of our recap shows, and then he was on Meet the Professor. So Jay's like tremendous, and 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 uh, you know, like I said, go to Blue Smoke of Dallas, you know, call them up if you're looking for cigars. I mean, uh, support guys like Jay. I mean, absolutely. Uh, um, he Jay is a friend for life. Um, the uh, the last thing I want because I know we're I know you're tight on time tonight. Um, so yeah, one, yeah. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to to bring up um, that we already brought up, especially with with Jay watching too, uh, we brought it up on KMA today. But it was the um, the story that came out from PCA earlier this week. The yep, yeah, the the statement that they made. I know you talked about it with Pete the other night too, and I did a good job with that. Yeah, we 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 I we touched on it lightly. I didn't want to. Yeah. I just didn't want it to take it because that those things can we could go three hours on. So I, I touched on yeah. it lightly just to kind of bring it up, but um, I, if you want to lead into it, I'll, I'll let you kind of run with it, um, and uh, and we can we can kind of talk about it from there if you. Um... Yeah. Um. So I actually think it was a big like this has actually been one of the bigger stories to hit this year. Um, so far. Yeah, I mean it's probably the not not as far as. It's already been like I think in the top three in terms of uh, like red stories on Coop, and I was surprised more people didn't go with it. Um, but uh, they it, PCA issued a statement on what they call responsible marketing, and uh, in particular, the statement emphasized the fact that marketing that makes use of characters, foods, or candy associated with children's interests are never appropriate, even when targeted for an adult audience. And, um, you know, basically PCA is going to be having ongoing conversations uh, and getting feedback on steps that they can take internally to protect the premium cigar industry as well as the pipe industry. Uh, there'll be PCA and board members will be soliciting input on this topic from many others. And in the upcoming months of surveys, retail visits and focus groups um, with building up to the release of a strategic advocacy plan at the 2022 PCA show. Bravo job. I disagree with Abe on this. I thought this was a bravo job. Um, by the PCA, uh, I, I I support it, um, and I think the conversation needs to happen. I understand you don't want to tell people how to run their business. I get that, but the conversation needs to start happening. Education needs to start happening. Awareness needs to start happening on this. Um, I was a the only thing I was a little, and I, I I've said this a couple times already. I thought it was a little. To say it was a rare problem, it's it's a it's a it's a rampant problem. It's not a rare problem. It's a rampant problem right now. Um, and uh, the other thing I'll say is I think retailers need to take some responsibility on this too when you're putting these products on the shelf. Now, where do you draw the line? That's a that's a big philosophical debate. Um, I could lead right into my beef of the week right now if you want. Yeah, 
I think so. Sure. All right. Please stop telling me we just want to have fun. Please stop it. I don't want to hear anymore that manufacturers just want to have fun. There are You can have fun in a dozen different ways where you don't need to put cartoon characters or food references on your cigar brands. All right? Look at Drew Estate. Look at Fuente. Oh, don't put us on the stuff with Opus X. Uh, look at other examples. You could still have fun. Please don't give me any more of this. We just want to have fun. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. This is in the cross eyes of people in Washington right now. And I'm sorry. We can't have fun with these things right now. We got to have fun, have fun with something else right now. I'm tired of hearing about we just want to have fun. It's my um, beef of the week. <laughs> No, I mean, it's interesting. And, you know, it, it did get brought up today. And we talked about it. And, you know, I, I agree that yeah. <clears throat> it is something we, we have talked a lot, about, a lot about on this show. Um, few things come to mind. I mean, I brought it up with Pete. And Pete Pete kind of made a point. He talked a lot about monsters with it, too. You made you asked him a very direct question on the monsters, which I asked him too, and he he was very well, I, he was very honest with some of that stuff. To be honest, things with you, are changing. I mirrored a little bit of because when he when you had him on last, I thought it was a great show, and a lot of yeah. things were brought up. Um, you got more it, out of him. You got more out of him on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I kind of took what you started, and I tried to get back into it again. Um, to be honest with you, right? Well, um, because now now the now the organization took a position which is different than when Pete was on with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, and you know, one point that got brought up when Pete was on was like, you know, the food stuff, not as bad. I mean, food's food. Um, I brought up, he, he defended a little bit, but I, I still, uh, I still don't agree. Uh, like, for example, the, the one that had the Cookie Monster band on it, it looked like the Cookie Monster with the eyes and the blue. I mean, that's. I mean, come on. That's a Sesame Street character on a cigar band. I mean, uh, how much more, like, kitty does it get? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, look, that, that's, say that's probably going to be the worst getting one. away from that. I'll give Provada. They're getting away from that piece, though. So, uh, you know, I'm going to say that. I'll defend because that was Provada. We talked to Brian about that. But it was. I mean, there's no question it was. It was It was that probably the most dangerous one we saw. Yeah. I mean, that one, for me, um, like the Sigabun, it's it, it falls in the food category though. So I was like, okay. Yeah, but when you get it, yeah. But the, yeah. But the but the Cookie Monster one, man, I was like, I I can't I can't even I have to disagree. I, I can't even find a way. Yeah. It's just, and and it and again, this is not even attack on Pravada. So all the Pravada people don't get all defense. It's not it's not even about that. No, it, it's no, just, because all the people the, have done it. All the people have done it. By the yeah. way, it's not just them. It, that's just like the first one that comes to mind because I just think like when you when in this argument, when you talk about the kids and tobacco and all that, and you you put a Sesame Street character on the band, I mean, it's it's hard to argue that when they go, oh, you're targeting kids. You got a Sesame Street character on the band, and you go, well, no, we're just trying to have fun. And I get that, and maybe that's true, but it's also like, I mean, on their end, and they're I going to that. you got a you got a child's character on the band. I mean. Look, and I get too that the fact that um, you uh, have to be 21 to get in a store, right, to to um, to buy that product. But hear me out on this: you put that picture on Facebook and Instagram. Is there anyone stopping a 
14-year-old from Fortnite. Let's say a seven-year-old. Seven-year-old should be done on Instagram, but you know what I'm saying. It's still it's a well underage person. A well underage person could still see that on a personal Facebook page, right? Right. And oh yeah, then the next thing is someone in Congress sees that picture. It, 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 this is where that, that's where the argument about being 21 in the store completely falls down. Right. It completely falls, and that's why I'm a little cautious about even like, you know, I've been a little critical of the chop suey chopstick. You know, look, my kids love to play with chopsticks when they were uh, when they were younger right so i'm like you know it's just we don't need to go there is what i'm saying we, we there's so many ways you can have fun right that that's why why do this and why why fight this this is not something we need to fight on there's other things that you can have fun with um that you know i guess i look at some of the opus x names is a great example some of them are better than others i'll say but you know and uh and by the way, if you think people aren't looking at this in Washington, I'm not going to toot my horn, but I'm telling you, they've, they've, I've seen Senate reports with media stuff in there, including mine. So it's been out there. Um, so it, 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 I'm just saying, they, if you think they're not noticing it, they are. So it's making like PCA is not doing this to, I think, stifle. I agree with them. They're not trying to stifle creativity at all. If this creativity was put in a different direction, like. The sky's the limit, but but there's a reason why they're doing this. They're, they believe me, they, they this is not. I don't think this is something they want to take on. No. You know, but but it's a prevalent enough problem, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I you know, I have to agree with you. I mean, I and I and I'm just gonna basically echo what you what you said too. I so mean, the the, the 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 dilemma I have is, do I continue to cover these products? And the answer is, I think yes, because look, if you're gonna be dumb enough to put it out there. <laughs> I don't want to say, but you know what? If you're going to put that out there and we're going to cover it and you'll, you, I'm not going to be the one that has to deal with it in the long run. Um, so, but it has to, I think it needs to be covered out there. Um, unless it's a trademark infringement or a, uh, a trade dress infringement. Those are the ones I, I'll stay away from. Um, you know, Mitchell had made a point. Look at Blackbird. Amazing marketing and super fun yet has nothing to do yeah. with kids. It's a great point. Oh, and we just had, we just had Jonas on the show, and and my goodness, it was fun. I'm talking, learned about birds and everything like that. Like that's 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 fun. That is fun, yeah. Totally. Look at what Drew State. Look at Drew State. Some of this. You have fun with some of their stuff too. They do. You know. They do. You do. You do. They have, they have fun with it in in, in in the right way. Sure. I mean, uh, they've had some pretty interesting cigar names and stuff like that, but nothing that I think you'd ever have to worry, uh, you know, worry about. I mean, I think the the, mo the only, like Swamp Thing may be the only one I probably wouldn't have done, but although that's probably the only one I'd pick on with Drew State with is the Swamp Thing. Soccer but did, otherwise, soccer everything did the, else. Uh, he did the frog juice. That was kind of funny. He did frog juice. I yeah. mean, Red Meat Lovers. I mean, it's hard to pick on Sock. There's a there's a group out there called the Red Meat Lovers Club. So yeah. and, and you know that. So I, I get it. It's yeah. I picked on Soccer about Creme Brulee, by the way, and he got a little mad at me. But it's it's for the same reason. Um, Most kids just, don't even know what creme brulee I, is anyway. <laughs> I, I, I uh, yeah 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 so brulee. I mean yeah that was the only and he got a little mad at me on that one. That, so uh, I won't go back there again. But uh, but and he you know but I understand his frustration. He he's trying to do something. But um, like I said, this is just like this is fight over characterization characterizing flavors right now, which is which is really a big thing. You know, a worry about you know. 
you know, if they're saying a cigar tastes like chocolate, but there's no chocolate in there. I mean, that's that's where all this is coming from. And that that's why the, the PCA, I think, is doing a very good job. I don't I don't think the PCA should issue mandated regulation on it, but they're getting it's getting to a first step where they're trying to do some level of self-regulation. And I think and I think the way to do it is to educate more than anything, not like put a set of, of edicts. Like, and I think if they take that education approach, this could be this may not be a bad thing. And I have faith that the board and the executive committee will, will do that. I have a lot of faith in that. So make the argument th- this um, way. It's like the flavor when, when someone tells them characterizing flavors, they're not doing it to be like, oh, it's like chocolate. You know what I mean? It's like. It's yeah. a note of like what it will remind you of. It's the same way yeah. the, the wine industry. I mean, how, yeah. how many times have you looked at a bottle of wine? It's like, oh, you know, the wine. It's a velvety wine with a chocolate forward, and it, it'll finish with like yeah. a hazelnut, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a characteristic of the wine. No one's looking at them being like, oh, well, we gotta take away wine because kids are gonna see that the wine has a hazelnut finish, and they're gonna go, oh, I'm yeah, have that wine. Like, kids don't drink uh, wine. Uh, if wine was in Congress, though, you'd see a different take on it. I bet. I don't even know any yeah. underage kids who, like, look, underage kids, we don't, like, we, they get alcohol and they drink. They always want beer. No. Sometimes they want liquor. It When's was, the last time when you were a kid you heard your buddies being like, well, we got to get a bottle of cab? <laughs> no. No one says that. <laughs> look, I got, I, got three, I, got four, I got three boys, right, who the last one just turned 21. Believe me. They're not doing that, right? No. <laughs> so they can bear like, like, like. It was pretty cool when I gave my son some of my Woodford Reserve. He's like, "This is really good." He goes, he goes "Yeah." He goes, "How much is this?" And I told him, "Like, I can't afford that." I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "Don't drink mine either." So, most kids that I've come in, I've come across, like, you just mentioned cigar, and they're like, "Ugh, cigar is gross." Like, just because of the smell. You know, most kids find it just so pungent. They're like, "Yeah, that's gross." I don't, I don't see kids lining up to get a cigar. Well, um, it's very interesting when I start when my son's friends come around and I start talking cigars and I give them a little education on it and their eyes away. Sometimes there's something really and they start asking questions and like I never knew they go. I never knew that. And they go, well, the cigarettes do that. I'm like, no, I said, this is a totally different product. That's what I'm explaining to them. And uh, it, it's it's so wonderful to see like these 20, 21 year olds eyes opened on this. Um, and not that they're going to go out and buy, I, I mean, I never forget my, my daughter got married and I gave the bridal party cigars and it was, uh, they were just blown away. David of Nicaragua's I gave them right in the tubes. Oh yeah. I mean, I, they, yeah. I mean, it was just like, wow. They, they, they had had cigars, but never anything like that. I mean, never something that premium. Now, how much is this? Like, oh, it's about 20 something dollars a cigar. They go, I won't be able to afford that for a while. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> And these were people already graduated college, so you know, even then, even then, they're, they're, they have still uh, discretionary income. So, yeah, you know, I mean, there's, um, it's something that I think should be addressed because you know the reality is like, I don't think many kids are even interested at the idea of cigars, but it's hard to even argue that point when you have certain products being marketed in yeah. a certain way. Um, so even if they're not going for it, you know, it looks like they are. Uh, and I agree. And you know what? This industry gets enough shit and has a big enough target on its back yeah. already. Why make the target even bigger? You know? No, there's um, so many other ways you could have fun. That's why I keep going with. Yeah. Please, yeah. There's, there's just there's so many other ways. You guys are so creative in this industry. Let this one go for now. Please. You know, 
and, th- and this wasn't meant to pick on Justin about the the Sunday gravy or anything like that. You know, okay, Justin thinks I pick on him sometimes. No, no, it, it's look, we're, we're, you know, I'm just looking out for. I'm looking out for everyone, and I, I want to see all you guys make tons of money in this industry. So I think the heart's in the right place now. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, if the industry doesn't make any money, then, you know, the industry collapses. So, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. they should sell cigars yeah. to make money. No matter who it is, no matter what brand it is, yeah. got to sell product and keep the industry going. It's just, you know, yeah. don't don't make the, the fight harder than it needs to be. Um, no. No, it doesn't need to be harder. Um, and it, this is not the time to say, well, we're getting sing- – yeah, we are getting singled out. Let me say it. We are getting singled out. We have to deal with it right now. And the answer is not going to be sitting back and saying, well, the liquor industry does it. That, that is not the answer here. Um, that's, when a, the liquor that's, industry, that's a different game. The different game. When they're not in the same position we are, nope. there's a survival aspect here. And th- that's why PCA is – again, that's why PCA is doing this. Uh, but I, I, I don't think they'll take a heavy-handed approach with it. I think it'll be education and advocacy, like like they mentioned, and that's the way to do it. And yeah. I'm curious to see what some of the feedback they come back with is. I'm, I'm pretty, you know, very interested in that. I look forward to that press conference this summer at the trade show. I'll tell you that. Yeah, me too. So, I think uh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, um, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I I'm looking at the time. I know we're running out of time. Yep. I know we're on a tight schedule for you tonight. And I don't want to keep you. Too I appreciate long. you being flexible. No, yeah, I appreciate your flexibility. Thank you. No, it's fine. I mean, we're running about the same time we normally do anyway. Um, but we're we're yep. probably going to end it, it just about here. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we do shut it down? No, I think uh, I think uh, everything. Like I said, I think we're getting back into the regular season right now, as far as uh, you know our media brands go. So I think you know we'll be kind of in the regular season till till PCA comes. So it's kind of good. We got your end stuff kind of moving behind us and, you know, obviously P, uh, TPE behind us. So, uh, you know, I kind of look forward to the next few. And obviously we'll all be getting together in a couple of weeks in Florida. So yep. that'll be very exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited yep. about that. That'll be a great time. Yeah. Um, yep. But with that, we're going to call it a night for spare notes. Thank you to everyone who's watching and listening at home. Thank you. Always remind you to like and subscribe. Check out SmokingTobacco.com and Cigar-Coop.com. Um, we will be back in two weeks. We have Charlie Minato joining us on the Smoking Tobacco Show this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, same time, same place, Facebook and YouTube, as well as podcast channels after the show. Um, we have been here live. I missed this in the beginning of the show. We have been here live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, from Indian Trail, North Carolina. Coop, thank you for joining me once again. I appreciate your thank you, Matt. Your time and company. Thank you. Always love doing this. Yep. It's a great time. This is uh, this I think this is a this is a show that we we look forward to because there's there's a, a lot. Yep, we absolutely. Get, we get there's out. always something <laughs> always something to talk about. Yeah, so, it's never a dull moment in this industry. Yeah, I thank everyone for listening and watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. See ya. <laughs>